Hi, everyone. I am Caroline Riggs. I'm Taylor. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Trash Talk. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys, to another episode, season four. Yes. Um, tonight, we're going to have some uh, light catch up, light light stories and we are also going to have uh some heavy stuff to start off with as we all know uh 2020 has been a little bit crazy um we all know that's what caroline loves to do is to bring the whole room down (laughs) i know i'm so sorry you guys (laughs) but like we'll bring it right back up with taylor and grace so tonight we're gonna be talking about some um some fun things on this first uh side as we are using on spotify as you all know, we have moved over to Spotify. Um, and so we're going to be talking about um, a few of our favorite uh, people in Hollywood and in Washington who have passed away. And we will uh, move on to some fun topics that Taylor and uh, Grace will be talking about tonight. We love a good pop culture. Yes. We Um, love a good segue from a depressing topic. (laughs) Oh, yes. I am so sorry, you guys. I'm just attracted to the the darkness, but I swear these are going to, we're just going to have a little bit of a memorial. I won't make it sad. We're going to, we're going to, it needs to be talked about. It does need to be talked about. Um, It's, both of these deaths have definitely affected me, I know, and affected Mm -hmm. a lot of people. They have been, like life-changing news from 2020. But Never, wait, wait, wait. Before, was yeah, I was going to say before that. we wait, get wait, in, wait, you're jumping in this weekend. Yeah, you're jumping in too quick. It's too depressing, too I'm quick. Sorry, guys. I <laughs> I can't avoid it. I can't avoid it. <laughs> so how are, how are you guys tonight? Doing okay. Taylor. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, let's start off with Taylor. Taylor, how was your weekend? It's Sunday night. What'd you do? How's Kobe? how's life everything's been pretty good I'm just doing rehearsals right now for um RUR which is one of one thrift shows coming up in the next few weeks um today was my one day of the week off so that was (laughs) nice um yeah we're just chugging along um going to tech next week tonight I went out to a haunted house that I'm going to be working in through October just work 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 all the time but fun work so can't complain how about you, Grace? It was it was a good kind of boring weekend. I didn't really do much. I just kind of chilled in my room. Um, I think I can't remember if this was Thursday night or Friday night. I hung out with Ryan and um, Evan for a little bit, and that was fun. Yeah. Um, I haven't really done much, honestly, other than homework. I feel like my entire life now is just surrounded by school I feel that and that's it yes it's it's really it's really weird coming back after being done since well I mean technically for me I didn't really do schoolwork from March to May I did one week of schoolwork in May so like I'm it's very weird actually having stuff to get done on a daily basis now I'm not used to it no I was so used to like months of just sitting and doing nothing because pretty much I feel like the second we went home for quote unquote spring break when everything was supposed to be ending Mm -hmm. um due to COVID I just like they allowed you to SU everything so I just kind of like 
did like the bare minimum to get like the SU or like yeah. the satisfactory. And I was like this, all right, cool. I just need to turn this in. I just need to do this to get an S in this class. And then I was just like, that's it. I'm done. It's yeah. summer vacation. And then out of nowhere, I felt like I just got slapped in the face <laughs> with mm-hmm. an entire, an entire itinerary of things to do. So yep. I haven't done anything, absolutely anything. My life is not eventful whatsoever, but hey, Caroline. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes you need it. Sometimes I do need to get it together. So this <laughs> has been, this has been like <laughs> kind of a wake up call, but I think that it's good for me. So I'll take it. Yeah. But um, Caroline, yeah. what have you been up to? How was feel your like, weekend? Yeah, I feel like this is the perfect I, segue into your topic, actually. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I tried, you know, you try to keep it uh, light when you're going through something so, so rough. Um, <laughs> it's really torn me up, Taylor. It really has. And um, so the first thing we're going to be talking about is... The death of a legend. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. If you haven't heard, I'm going to cry talking about it. I cannot. Uh, this this has hit me so hard. She is like the biggest, one of the biggest inspirations of my entire life. There, I'm, so tonight I'm going to talk about some of her best moments and um, how she led her life and how I have been affected by it. And many young girls and women and people in general have been affected by her complete legend but this weekend I found this news out and I refused to believe it I said she is just waiting for me on an island we have this planned out she's not actually dead like there's no way I like refused to believe it I thought it was one of those things where it was some tabloid or something and it's like how every year they say Betty White is dead and she's not I was like no they're just doing this but um oh yeah I I told Caroline that it happened because I I don't follow politics religiously. I mean, this year's been a little different, but I don't think I would have known too much about her if it wasn't for Caroline because she's such a role model to Caroline. And so I was sitting in rehearsal and my phone's next to me and Twitter pops up and it's like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. And I was like, uh-oh. And I was like, Caroline. I, I saw, yeah. um, I saw a video of Trump like reacting yes. to her death. And I saw you quoted it, Taylor. Um, but I actually saw the video right before you quoted it. And then I saw that you quoted it like right after I watched it which was really funny, but I saw him react to it. And he even seemed like yeah. he was in shock, that which was is crazy. insane. Cause I mean, obviously he's a human. So I, everybody has to have some form of emotion. I feel like, but <laughs> I remember when I saw that video, like it just said Trump being told, you know, RBG has died. So, you know, you just click on it. It's like 15 seconds. I'm like, okay. And I remember watching it. I was almost like, heartbroken just from the video I was like oh my gosh like you can just tell how caught off guard and how like Mm -hmm. it just really was just one of those moments where you're just like oh really like you know he's actually a person yeah yeah that was crazy (laughs) yeah that soul yeah (laughs) yeah that was definitely one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight too I was because when Taylor showed me that video I was even shocked but it really shows the impact she left on this world because she not only affected the people who believed in, agreed with her and believed in her political uh, viewpoints, she affected every single human being in America. It doesn't matter whether you're a gay, straight, black, white, female, male, whatever, like she fought for you and she fought for your rights. And so that's why I feel like 
sorry, I feel like that's why that video of Trump was so moving because he's the person who's always like, I disagree with you. Oh, like I'm going to talk against you because I disagree. Like, you know what I mean? He's very much that person. And for him to take a step back and go out of his way to say, she met an, she led an amazing life, whether you agreed with her or not, what an amazing woman. Like, I feel like I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. And she, that's, yeah, that's some of the things that I wanted to talk about too. Like, it doesn't matter if you agreed with her standings on any court case ever with what she did as a lawyer, as an attorney, it does not matter because she fought in and out of the court. Like she was there every day fighting for human rights. She did not quit. Like we never thought she was going to die because she was go, go, go. And Mm -hmm. she even said that I have some of my favorite quotes written down that, uh, by her that I want to like share with you guys, um, get your opinions on it. But, um, one of my favorite things was whenever she was asked, when will there be enough women on the Supreme court? Every single time her answer was always when there are nine. And if you know the Supreme court, that means everyone in there is a female. And she said, um, it should not be um, okay for there have to have been men on this Supreme Court for many, many generations and only men and only white men. And now y'all are questioning me when I say it should only be women. And yeah. so I thought, um, whether you agree with that or not, I thought that was like, it really puts it into perspective that like, she's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to adhere to this patriarchy right now, you know? <laughs> like, whether or not you agree with her or whatever, she got a lot of work done. Like, she mm-hmm. went in and did what she had. Like, she did a lot, a lot more than most politicians or anybody in the, like, government, honestly. She and got a lot a, done. There's a she really was, good um, documentary about her life, and it's on Hulu. And I recommend it to everyone. I believe it's just called RBG. Um, and... It talks about, it's kind of some of the, I learned a lot more from this documentary and um, it talks about how she, she fought for human rights, how she won so many cases and how, why she used I dissent. If you know her famous quote, I dissent, she always dissents, you know? Um, And so she basically was like, just because um, this law, like, or it was not, um, it did not make it through the Supreme Court, whatever. And I didn't agree with that. I will dissent until we have fought for every human right. And she played the Supreme Court and the U.S. government so well. She was not like any other politician or attorney. She basically, um, I'm going to give you a little tidbit about her life. She was kind of on the fence with the laws. So she did lean more liberal, but whenever she was in the courtroom, if she was not as certain about this case and she knew that she could persuade, so she could um, basically turn this law around and she could say, well, I'm going to vote more conservative here, which means in turn, the next law that I feel really passionate about, the conservatives are going to vote more liberally. And that's how she got so many people on her team. And that's how people always agreed with her and thought that she was basically you know, fighting for every human being. And it didn't matter if you were Republican or Democrat or conservative or liberal. Well, yeah, she knew how to play the system. Because also we shouldn't blindly follow any party. Like go with what you feel is moral and correct. Like both sides have their pros, both sides have their cons. I mean, you got to go with what's right. Not this is my side and this is what they say. So that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to leave you guys um, with just like 
two or three more things. Um, one thing is I just want to say she is now with her incredible husband, who if you knew about her and her husband, it was a beautiful relationship. Martin Deaconsburg, he has passed away a while ago, but now they are back together and we wish Aww. nothing. But um, <laughs> I know so it's sad, but also like happy because she held on as long as she could for us. Um, she did everything she could for us. And so we wish that her family and her friends are coping with this and grieving with this together. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard because we're all, you know, separate, but I just hope that, you know, future generations, um, can look to Ginsburg for inspiration as I did. I know they won't be able to live in real time and see the impact she has made, but hopefully our history books, our history books will reflect that. And, um, so I just want to leave you guys with some quotes. I have two quotes that are my favorite from her and I'm going to go through these really quickly but one was my mother told me to be a lady and for her that meant be your own person be independent and that quote I live by every day because as women we should not adhere to anything not you know say we need a man or whatever we are independent and so the last quote by Ginsburg that I want to share with you guys is I actually have a t-shirt this quote's great fight for things that you care about but do it in a way that will lead others to join you Mm -hmm. And that is going to lead me right into our next subject, because speaking of fighting for things that you believe in, Mr. Chadwick Boseman has also unfortunately departed. This death really caught me off guard. I remember I was watching the new Phineas and Ferb movie and I was on FaceTime because Kobe and I were watching it together over FaceTime and he just randomly unmuted and he just said, Chadwick Boseman just died. And I literally was like, what? Like, I really had to pause the movie and I had to process what he said. Didn't, well, the funny thing, or not, well, not funny, but the insane thing about this is that um, both him and Ruth died from cancer. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is, which is a whole entire conspiracy theory in itself. Y'all know the <laughs> cancer conspiracy theory. But like, isn't it, when is the last time somebody bad passed away? Like, come on. <laughs> That's what I said. I said the same thing. I said, 2020 is taking everyone good from us. I was like, we will have nobody there left to fight for us anymore. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely was a complete shock, especially because they, he had a really good team behind him because that did not leak. That was, he, that was, pri that was, which was nice as for, you know, for his last few months alive. That's really nice that him and his family got to privately share that and enjoy each other. If you like knew, uh, if you were a super fan, you might've known that he had cancer, but a lot of people, he did not, he really worked through it and like tried to, you know, put on a smile and be the best person he could like on the red carpet and in films and everything. Mm -hmm. But, um, so if you don't know, he died, um, on August 28th. And so his memorial was in South Carolina, which he is from Anderson, South Carolina. It was, um, here at the welfare Baptist church cemetery. And it was really sweet. I was reading all about it. It was just friends and family and close, um, relatives who were there and it was on September 3rd. So thankfully, you know, he got to, especially with COVID, he, his family got to kind of celebrate in that manner. But, um, I wanted to talk to you guys like about this impact that he had, because not only did Ruth Bader Ginsburg have a big impact on this world, but so did Chadwick Boseman. And he, um, we, we think about acting as like entertainment, but acting and Hollywood truly does impact the way we think and the way that we live our lives. And he was a big, like 
big motivator of this. He was Black Panther. I mean, he truly gave little little black boys, little kids who have never really gotten to see a superhero on the big screen who looked like them. He gave them a voice and gave them inspiration to look to every day. And not only just with Black Panther, but with every movie he did. Yeah, so. I feel like he was to Marvel as Tiana was to Disney. <laughs> well, honestly, he truly changed the honestly, game. I feel like he was like both of them brought serious representation to where, you know, these children, again, like you said, you can see somebody like them with, with a princess and a superhero. I mean, like those are the two main categories for children. So I feel like that, yeah, it's a huge deal. Yes. And he, um, so I just wanted to get you guys like impact input on, um, what you think, like how you think that black Panther is going to go from here. Cause I know this is kind of getting off of his memorial, but I want to see, do you guys think that he should be recast or do you think that no. it should be Shuri or do you think they should just leave black Panther? I, I, I have a feeling that no matter what, they're going to continue making Black Panther movies because it's a universe. It's a moneymaker also, but it was, it's so popular. I feel like there's a high demand for it. Um, I don't think they should recast a Black Panther and then try to act like nothing happened. I feel like they should pass the role to either his sister or to, um, I haven't seen the movie in forever, but I saw, you know, another big character should just be given the role and it should be passed down and just like Captain America. Mm-hmm. Just how Captain America was treated. Or, totally. I mean, I mean, there's also the opportunity to kind of um, take a little bit of a twist on the movie, but by not necessarily recasting his part. But um, if in the movie they were to find a way to um, almost memorialize him or um, yeah, something along those lines, and then kind of take a twist on it, I don't know. Um, I know in certain TV shows, like for instance, when in Glee, like when um, Corey Monty passed away, they didn't recast him. Like they, but they found a way to memorialize him. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they could do something like that. But honestly, I don't know. I just feel like either way, there's still going to be this big hole in the hearts of millions of people. And there's like there's nobody that could replace him. Like mm-hmm. there's absolutely no. nobody that could. So. I don't know. I guess it just sucks because there's not really much, much else you can. Yeah, that's you can why. Do. That's why I also hope they don't replace him because yeah, just like you said, like who? That's a big shoe to fit. Like I feel like that's a big mm-hmm. responsibility. Um, and no matter what, even if you have the best next Black Panther ever, um, if you have the next best actor or who, whatever, replacing him, it's still not going to live up because they're not the original. Um, yeah, so I feel like the role. I think, yeah, like you said, I feel like they should acknowledge that, I don't know his character's name in the movie, but that he passed and fighting for his people or, you know, however they want to approach that. But then, huh? T'Challa. T'Challa. I apologize. Again, I haven't seen the movie in two or three years, but um, I feel like, yeah, they should acknowledge that he passed fighting for his people, doing his job, and then give the honor to the next, like, like a king, kind of, honestly, to whoever's next in line. Which is, I would yes. think, I think his sister should get it. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I think I like that idea too. I keep seeing that and I'm like, I really hope they run with that. But yes, I know it's such a sad day, but he did have that legend. And so hopefully future generations can look to Black Panther and hopefully they will continue with maybe his sister, maybe memorializing him. But either way, future generations deserve 
and Black Panther and Deserve Child with Bozeman as an inspiration and a hero. Yes. Well, <laughs> speaking of a life being lost, my topic has to do with a life being born or a life coming because ladies and gentlemen, my queen herself, Ashley Tisdale is pregnant. And I honestly yes, cannot, I am. I cannot <laughs> handle it. I <laughs> y'all should have heard because Caroline and I live together and um I was on my phone and I get her post notifications, obviously. And so I click on her post. And if you guys want to go to her Instagram and see what I'm talking about, it's at just at Ashley Tisdale. And it's right now it's the third post. Um and it's just a picture of her and her husband. And they're posing. And there's no caption. And I'm like, oh, she looks cute. I'm like, what is this? And I kind of scroll to the next one. And I'm like, her, her belly looks kind of, is she pregnant? And I was like, no, there's no way. <laughs> um, and so I go to the comments. And even the comments were like really vague. I had to go to her story. And like she called herself mama in the story. And I was like, oh! I was like, oh, my God. And it's like, I personally i'm so excited like there cannot be enough actresses down this world like i'm so excited she got a little baby it's gonna be so cute but then the other half of me is like girl really i was waiting for you to go on tour <laughs> like i'm really <laughs> disappointed because now she that's not gonna happen now she's gonna have a little baby she's not going on tour my childhood has been snatched from my hands from know, my grip right? i feel like like Okay, this is probably going to be the most... Vanessa Hudgens doesn't have a kid, right? No, no. she doesn't. No, no. Like, but like, um, I, it's just so weird because we pretty much... How old was she when she was in like the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Sweet Life? Um, yeah. I want to say like, early 20s because she was in her early mid-20s when High School Musical 1 started. Really? Um, how, so wait, yes. when she was in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, like look season one? Yeah, yeah, because let's look this up. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I think it started in 2007. I'm also like going through Sweet Life of Zack and Cody right now. Like that's my show I'm watching. <laughs> um, so, okay, it started in 2005. So if you guys can hear my little tip tap. Ashley Tisdale, age 2005, 20, about 20 years. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, so she was really early. 20 she's basically our age at that time that that's insane mm-hmm. that's insane I will first of all I, I thought she was so much younger I thought she was like 14 right? she looks very very young yeah in the show um but I just watching her from like being such a young adult to like a full grown woman like forming a family getting married I feel like when you watch anybody that you like grew up with your in like your childhood and see them go through that and see them like literally bloom and like have their own life you're like oh my god yeah you're and actually a full a full-blown person yeah because now she's 35 so it's like the totally normal age to be having a kid but I was like what she's also been married I think it's like six years now like her anniversary was just the other day and I'm like what she, she's not pregnant that's not a thing like it's just uh I don't know. It's it was a lot for me to handle. I started screaming. I was like, Caroline! I was like, oh my gosh. Like I almost cried. It was just She was screaming uh, from the other room. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Like something serious. And she comes out, Ashley Tizzle's pregnant. I said, for those of I you was getting worried, <laughs> for those of you who have not caught on yet, Ashley Tisdale is my person. I High School Musical was my thing. Sharpay is my woman. When they came in concert, I got my Ashley Tisdale t-shirt. I still have it. 
I, I know all of her albums, her new album, Symptoms, that came out last year, a banger. I was waiting for her to go on tour. So this was, um, this was a pretty big deal for me. This was, this was, um, yeah, this was a lot. This was a lot to take in, but I'm so happy for her. I wish her nothing but health and happiness and the baby's gonna be so cute. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I feel like I, I, I literally act like I know her. The other day we were talking about people being pregnant and I told Caroline, I said, who do I know that's pregnant? And I said, Ashley Tisdale, but I don't know her. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know her like that. Why did I say that? But You're like, yeah, my friend Ashley's having yeah. a baby in like a couple months, actually, guys. Um, I'm invited to the baby shop. <laughs> she like sent you a personal invite. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no big deal. She's oh, like, my. she's like been in a couple movies, um, High School Music. I don't know. Have you guys heard of them? <laughs> um, they were really big in the early 2000s. Oh, Sharpay. Um, I, so I don't much. know if you know. <laughs> Do y'all think it's going to be a boy or a girl? I hope it's a girl because a girl. I, re- I, I think I think how adorable would it be? I mean, not to say if it was a boy, he couldn't be Sharpay, but like how adorable would it be? Yeah, I just, if there I, are people who when you look at them and you're like, I just, you're a girl mom. You're a boy mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like before mm-hmm. they find out, you're just like, I just feel like she's a girl mom. She, I can see it. She would, she, well, no matter what, she, I feel like she's going to spoil the hell out of this baby no matter. And she's going to love them so much, but I can just see her having a little girl. I can just see it. I can see it. I'm the opposite. I think it's going to be a boy. No. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, I know, fence. like, I know you want to rebuke me for putting that into the <laughs> universe, but like, I feel like when I look at Ashley Tisdale, I personally see her as a boy mom. Really? So I don't know. Either way, either way, her kid's going to be the cutest thing that's ever. Yes. Like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but congratulations, Miss Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, is she actually listening? Yeah, I cannot. I cannot wait till um, Taylor is the godparent. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Godparent right. Taylor Evans. She's gonna um, be at all of the christening or whatever they do. You know, we'll see. Hey, <laughs> Ash, if you're tuning in, uh, congrats. <laughs> we can't wait. Um, I think my invitation got lost in the mail for the baby shower. But I totally understand. Like, um, I get it. I get it. Times are rough right now but um, just hit me up girl hit me up yeah I mean if you're doing it virtually that's okay too you know we'll send you a present in the mail if not I'll just stay home and watch the Paris Hilton documentary oops I already did that there you go (laughs) 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 oh my god don't tell us about it but no seriously so I was on TikTok um which I do. I literally spend 90% of my life on TikTok. It's really pathetic, but Mm -hmm. honestly, um, anyways, I saw an ad and I saw that she was doing a documentary and I feel like when everybody thinks of Paris Hilton, the first thing that comes to mind is like dumb or, um, famous for no reason. And I mean, like, and is like messed up and like a little bit sexist and, you know, dense, that is to say it's true. Like that's how the media has painted her out to be. Mm-hmm. Over Can I ask the a past- question? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you right there, but is this a new documentary? Cause I have heard nothing about this. This came out recently. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Wow. Okay. I like did not know anything. I thought this was something I missed in like 2003. I no, did not know. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely insane. No, it's a brand new documentary. Um, And the reason I'm bringing up, like, the way the media perceives her is because this whole entire documentary is, like, an inside look into the life of Paris Hilton. 
And it was honestly one of the most fascinating documentaries I've ever watched in my entire life. And I'm already intrigued by Paris Hilton because of her fame, because of the way that she accumulated such a tremendous brand. She literally like pooped out the Kardashians. Like the Kardashians would not exist without Paris Hilton and nobody can tell me any different. Yeah, she is real life London Tipton. Like that. She is. Yeah. yeah. Fame wise, fame wise. That's so funny. I always associate them because of their names, but now I get it. Like I understand now. That's who her character was made after was Paris Hilton. That makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so pretty much what the documentary covers is it starts with this first layer where it's like, okay, Paris Hilton, it does this like flashback of her through the years. Like this is why she um, got famous. Oh, she's famous for being famous. And then it did like a reel of different people insulting her and like slut shaming her. And if y'all don't know, Paris Hilton did have a sex tape leak of her, like in the early 2000s. Um, She was a teenager at the time. I think she was 18. When it was oh my goodness. still bad. Like she was, okay. <laughs> yeah, she she was when it was filmed? I think so, yeah. She was 18 when it was filmed and 18 when it was released. But imagine being 18 and having yeah, your right. entire like body, your entire life like put on a spectacle, and then everybody continuously bases your career off of that. And so she mm-hmm. explained how that was a big detriment to her. And pretty much Paris talks about how she grew up in this extremely um rigid household and the biggest takeaway from the entire documentary um and this is the reason I bring it up and like the whole documentary in general is she actually was admitted into this school that was supposed to be like a behavioral school and in the middle of the night these two guys came into her room and like snatched her out of bed. She thought she was getting kidnapped and like dragged her out of her room. And she was like screaming for help and sobbing and having a panic attack. And she was crying for her parents. And then she saw her parents just kind of sitting there, just like letting it happen. And she went to several different schools and it was all to like control her behavior. And she would run away from these schools. And when she would get caught, she would get beat. And like, like a goodness. I, yeah, I think so. Honestly, I think her and her parents put her in these schools in order to try to fix her behavior. But I don't think that over the years they knew the abuse that she went through. And so she exposes all of this abuse in this documentary and explains how um, she was verbally and physically abused and went through all of this mental trauma. And she met up with all of the other survivors of the school. And it just it really opened up that she didn't have a lot of genuine people. Like imagine she's, if y'all didn't know, she's the number one female DJ in the world. Why? Well, she was a DJ. She's a, yeah, she's a, she's, and that's so crazy. People don't, people think that they know so much about her, but um, yeah, she's the number one female DJ in the world. She's done festivals like Tomorrowland, which if you don't know what Tomorrowland is, Tomorrow is Tomorrowland is the biggest music festival in the world. She's and I think she's been through a lot and I think she doesn't get enough credit for being. Yeah, well the people know. the people who complain, it's just like the Kardashians too. Like the people who complain they're famous for no reason. You're literally the reason that they're famous. <laughs> like, right yeah, there. Right? You like we are the reason that they're famous. It's like we made them famous. They didn't like if everybody had just ignored the sex tapes, both of them, like they would not be famous. Like you know what I mean? But 
you know, yeah. you want to do that and so, then complain. I'm not going mean, to lie. The Kardashians kind of, you know, I, I can't admire how they made their money. I, I I would prefer Sultan, especially in, in learning all this. I did not know anything about her whatsoever. All I knew is she was famous mm-hmm. and she had really good outfits in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a she's honestly. I think this is another thing. Um, like even last episode, and um, we talked about how like you don't really know somebody who's famous. So um, oh, I yeah. think it's I think this really shines a light on. Um, you don't necess- you don't know somebody and you shouldn't judge them and yeah you shouldn't um you shouldn't you know pick somebody apart just for being on a platform i agree i do kn- i think a lot of people either put celebrities up on too high of a pedestal and they can do no wrong or they say that all they do is wrong and i i just don't understand how you can think that any human being is either a perfect or b the most imperfect person and you're way Mm -hmm. better than them because everyone is a human being and everyone has flaws but everyone also has like things that you may think are perfect about them but they see as an imperfection and so when celebrities do go through crazy times that like poor Lindsay Lohan you know Lizzie Lohan they you kind of feel bad for them because it's almost like we pushed them to that point yeah and so I cannot believe the things that I'm learning about Paris Hilton right now now I have to go watch this documentary because wow (laughs) yeah if you're if you're listening to this all trash talk listeners um Taylor Caroline please go watch it it's called Life of Paris it's free on YouTube and it's definitely worth the watch it's it's honestly bizarre and it, it yeah it's insane so, um, yeah. Thank you for enlightening us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yes. you're welcome. <laughs> I and would have never see, known any of this. And since I have no idea how to segue this, you know, what else is insane? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is crazy? Um, so I've said this before. So this week, actually, um, this is the first time I'm going to be flying on a plane by myself. Oh my gosh. Grace. I'm, I'm so scared. Super excited. I leave yeah. on Thursday. And what a great so, time to be going to the airport. I know. For literally. the first time alone. That's, yeah, yeah, um, you no. are brave. You are so I, brave. Well, it's that and my car doesn't work, so I can't drive down there or else I would. But it's also like the flight was there was only $15. That so. garage you go through Spirit. Girl, yeah. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> They're going to strap me on the wing, honestly. But exactly. I was looking, because this is my first experience, I don't know what to pack. I don't know what to bring. I don't know. I don't know anything. I haven't flown on a plane since I was 11. And then I had my stepdad do all that. And like yeah. we just brought clothes. But since, you know, I'm going to be um, staying with her, I'm going to need like my, like my, um, toiletries and all that kind of stuff so I was looking up things like on the TSA website that you can and can't bring y'all <laughs> the, st- I'm not the ready. stuff the stuff I'm, you can bring on an airplane I'm so, so I'm excited like, for this because I travel all the time they're and, like, and now I'm gonna start bringing all this crazy stuff Lord. just to, just, just to mess with the TSA agents just okay so the first one that I saw that blew my mind was artificial skeleton bones. I was like, you're telling me I can't bring... Specifically. Yeah, artificial. 
Yeah. And I was like, you're telling me I can't bring more than three point, what, two or four ounces of shampoo, but I can bring artificial skeleton bones, yeah. a live ob- lobster. A live lobster? A, like, yeah. Can- bodies of bugs. I can bring I, I, all of these things on an airplane. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I have brought the body of a bug on an airplane, Gosh. but I didn't think it through. I just assumed I could. It was like a dead butterfly and I thought it was pretty, brought it with me, but like. That's that so is, funny. That is funny that it's on the list. I will say that. Wow. Like there's a lot of things that make sense. Like you can't bring like flammable items and explosives yeah. and poisons and all of, and drugs, obviously, but like you can bring a bowling pin with some restrictions, but you can bring yeah. some bowling pins. You I've can bring that before you can they bring have restrictions on what bowling pins you can bring. I, I guess probably how, like where you carry them. Um, you can bring, what the heck is a crampon? Do y'all know what a crampon is? How do you hear? How do you spell it? Let's look it up right now. C-R-A-M-P-O-N. That's what I thought. Okay, crampon. When you're menstruating really hard and That's what I was you're wearing a too. <laughs> Call that a crampon. Yeah, right. yeah. A metal plate. Oh, oh, oh. With spikes fixed to a boot for walking on ice or rock climbing. Oh, but you oh, can bring okay. that? I mean, it's just a I shame. feel like that could be but like a weapon. A weapon. If you yeah. think about it. Well, is it's this, frightening. okay, okay, let me ask. Is this things that are allowed on your carry-on or on your checked bag? Because there's a big difference. Like you can bring a knife on a checked bag because it goes under the plane. You have no access to it. Yeah, I've, ha- I've mm. taken knives on checked bags, but like. Yeah, because I bought a knife for my boyfriend back in high school in Costa Rica. And I should mm-hmm. put it on my checked bag. I don't know, honestly. I think that one actually might be, um, I think, yeah, it has a little star next to it. So I think that means for your um, yeah. checked but bag. Some of these, for them to for them to specifically say it, it might be carry-on. Because otherwise, you can put whatever you want. Yeah. You can put whatever you want in your checked bag as long <sighs> as it's not dangerous. Well, listen mm-hmm. to this. This is another one that got me. I was like, this is, I think this is the one that made me go, are you kidding? Like, this one made me actually gasp out loud, antlers. Like deer antlers, <laughs> that's see, that you can definitely be used as a weapon. It says antlers are allowed both in your checked or carry on luggage. However, what? do think ahead if you plan on packing them in the ladder because no one wants to have antlers poking them from underneath their seat. Yeah, <laughs> what that is funny. That's I, definitely I mean, used like that's in horror movies. That's like a common weapon, like anything pointy. Are you kidding me? It's it kind of makes sense though if you went like on a hunting trip and you brought it back. But Still. it's definitely a Have you guys weapon. seen Get Out? Come on. Come on. <laughs> like Live coral and fish. Um, oh, I'm so doing that that's one. That's so funny. <laughs> I, I don't know why this is specifically listed. I just thought it was funny that they, like, named it a Harry Potter wand. That was, It's, like, word for word. That's a Harry funny. Potter wand. Yeah. Tortilla I mean, press. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay. Vacuum right. robot. What's a va- a vacuum robot? What? Yeah, lightsabers, hookahs, <laughs> a selfie stick. Yeah, so there's um uh-huh. strange things you can, you can bring on an airplane, but God forbid you bring too much soap. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's right? like oh, your aunt. Oh, this guy has antlers, but I want to bring my freaking large hand sanitizer with me. I literally had TSA like interrogate me. Because of a freaking sunblock that I didn't realize was in my bag. But my antlers are fine. Are you kidding me? 
I accidentally <laughs> had my pocket knife one time when I went through TSA and forgot about it. That was the worst experience ever. Worst uh, like yeah, that's don't forget stupid. your pocket knife when you go to TSA because they literally think you're about to kill somebody. And I was seeing her, I was probably like 14 or 15 and I was crying. I was like, I feel like half of their training is just how to be mean and intimidating. Like I really do. I was once told um, by a TSA agent, why are you smiling? Don't smile. I have never smiled at a TSA uh, agent ever again. I said, I'm so yeah. sorry. I was happy. I was going to Paris. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm never, ever smiling. Yeah, exactly. They're literally terrifying. I literally thought I was going to be arrested for smiling. I was so terrified. Oh, gosh. But let me bring a bowling pin because then then they can't say nothing. Yeah. I'm trying to, it's like, well, I'm trying to think of a segue. Speaking of crazy government. <laughs> Do you think mandate, planes? I, I don't know. Do you think planes and UFOs cross paths? There you go. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> government information um so we all know that i do conspiracy of the week um so this one's kind of crazy um i'm reading an article from independent that was written on september 14th of this year um possible signs of alien life have been discovered on venus y'all i saw this and i got so excited so excited now people who get shocked over this i'm like Really? Like over the summer, I remember um, the government came out with videos of, I mean, can't prove it's aliens, but literally UFOs, unidentified flying objects, and they've come out with studies on it. And people were like, what? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, really, y'all? Really? The government's been hanging this for years? Are y'all kidding me? But this is kind of crazy because it's just, they don't really have any proof, but it's just possible signs of life. And it comes from a t- rare and toxic gas called f- phosphine. I uh, hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, but it's in the atmosphere of Venus, and they believe it can suggest alien life form or alien life because phosphine can be created naturally through, um, it says, through bacteria and um, ana- anaerobic organisms. Um, so it can be created naturally, but they said the amount of this gas that they found on this planet kind of suggests that it's being made by something. Um, phosphine is one of the most foul-smelling gases. It has the odor of a rotting fish, and it's usually found in places such as pond slime and pit, uh, penguin dung, <laughs> penguin poop. Um, <laughs> and so usually... so. While it's found in small instances through nature, basically it's made through um, industrial processes with greater amounts. And so they're saying that the amount of phosphine that they found on this planet could even could suggest that something is going on. There is some form of life on Venus, which I mean, like, doesn't surprise me, but it's a step in the right direction of getting this information. Honestly, <laughs> what do y'all think? I think it's going to be the competition between Venus and Mars because we always said there was life mm-hmm. on Mars. So now I think it's just going to be who, which one do we discover there's life on first because yeah. there's definitely life on many other planets besides just Earth. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's got to be life on like every planet. Like yeah. even if we don't even realize it, there's got to be life that's adapted to the conditions of each planet. Yeah, I just feel like because so. even like 
you know, I'm a Christian. And so people always try to bring the Bible into the, they don't talk about that in the Bible. I'm like, they don't talk about cats in the Bible either, but uh, here they are, buddy. Like, I feel like this universe is like in the solar system and the multiple solar systems. It's just too big. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no way. There's no way that we're by do ourselves. We, uh, do we want, okay. So um, my thing is I'm wondering like, while we want to know things, do you think that it's, um, uh, it's almost like, you know, curiosity killed the cats. Like, this Possibly. might be, like, what if we poke too far and, like, we figure out something that we don't want to know? Possibly. Because I'm, I'm, like, all for, um, you know, discovering and conspiracies and all of that. Like, I think it's so interesting to learn about. But, like, <laughs> what if we, like, figure out the aliens and they're like, I, let's fuck shit up. Yeah, time, time for war. Well, well if, we think, if we think about this, um, the anthropomorphism and how we think that we're like the greatest beings of all time, we're so intelligent. Do we not understand that there could be life on other planets that have already discovered that there's life on this planet? And if they discovered See, that, they're either planning or they like yes. don't care enough about us. You know, but, they don't really care. Cause like, would we care? Like, why would we attack the aliens if they're not attacking us? So why would they attack? us if we're not you know but the thing about that is so like one of my favorite movies growing up was war of the worlds if you guys are familiar with Tom Cruise movie aliens come out of the ground and they'd been planning it for centuries and like I feel like if they knew about us and they were aggressive I feel like we would know I feel like by now after all these years of civilization like I feel like they would have made their move I mean knock on wood like possibly not like but that's why I'm like also I feel like at this point us I'm hoping like finding out like I think we're I think we're good I feel like if if they wanted us to know that they were there and they wanted to take over I feel like it would have happened already but it would have been like that episode of Drake and Josh you know yeah the communication (laughs) exactly (laughs) so I mean who who knows it could it could be that we poke too much and agitate and infuriate other life forms but I don't care if we poke too much because I still would like to be knowledgeable you know I it's kind of like I don't want to be ignorant to the other life forms even if they are gonna you know if they're coming for us or they're gonna attack us because at the in the end you know we're all gonna die aliens if you hear this if you hear this i was not a part of it yeah take, um, take, I, take attack on caroline take, uh, okay caroline it's on you buddy i have enough confidence in my alien brethren that they will not come attack me and that they well, are peaceful i woo-hoo. am hopeful that they they are loving of all maybe they're more advanced than us and they have realized that you should love somebody no matter what they look like or who they love or where they come from Caroline's well, going to be in a rave, in a rave yeah, on a exactly. UFO with the aliens. Well, moral of this episode is obviously everyone dies. So um, oh, what a what a good, uh, happy, fun night at Trash Talk. Oh, <laughs> my God. On a positive. It's unfortunate, but it's true. And we have to learn to cope with it on our own. Because Gosh. something that I have always like been a really big believer in is funerals and like grieving processes are not for the dead. They are for the living. And so you do that however you need to do that, if that makes sense. You know, if you want to grieve by yourself, grieve by yourself. You want to have a big funeral, have a big funeral. Because in the end, like, your dead relative just wants you to be happy. 
Oh my God. She said, let me spit some facts. She's like, let me just end this real quick. But Taylor, do you have anything else to add on these aliens? Do you think, (laughs) do you think something else Uh, or? I mean, we all, I I firmly believe that we're just going to learn more, whether it's against our will and we don't want to know, but they're going to tell us or we're going to poke around and find out. It's coming, ladies. It's coming. Oh my god. I'm ready. Y'all got your bunkers? <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Uh, well, <laughs> another thing that's come is sadly the end of our time. Yeah. For this on trash talk. <laughs> not in the world. Not in the yeah. world. We're not uh, about to die. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Sorry guys. Um, I am choosing now. I will see you never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trash talk. Um, yeah, so our time is officially up for this episode but um i do want to give one last note um rest in peace to both chadwick boseman and ruth bader ginsburg and thank them both um i just feel like it's important to recognize both of them and the amazing accomplishments that they left on um this planet with them when they passed away so um yes ma'am yeah, I just wanted to make sure, put that little emphasis out there and really Most just thank, thank them for being literally the best. And I I can't even fathom how sad it is going to be going forward. But um, mm-hmm. thank you to everybody who tuned in or who's been listening. We genuinely appreciate the support, especially with the change to Spotify. This has been something that we've been super excited to share with all of you. And now that it's out there into the world, um, it's just, it's, it's just mind blowing too. We are so, Um, so happy to be on Spotify and to be able to reach more people and have our platform expand and to be able to share with you guys whenever you want. You get to choose when you listen to this episode. You don't have to come at a specific time to a specific app. You can go on Spotify whenever you want. You can listen multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> so if you want to listen 20 times, that's, go that's ahead. all you. And if you, you want to reach us, <laughs> go ahead. If you want to reach us um, anywhere else, please feel free to share your favorite memories of both Ruth and Chadwick on our socials with us um, on Instagram at trashtalk.radio and on Twitter at trashtalkmedia. We love the interaction and we love um, being able to talk to everybody pretty much so yeah this has been um an eventful episode of trash talk i think so with that i'm grace i'm taylor i'm caroline and And this has been been trash Trash talk y'all go ahead and go listen to side b we got some awesome topics coming up on the next side too it's gonna be awesome So, so yeah on this next side we have um Spencer, Ryan, and Tate talking about TikTok bans, Tyga's OnlyFans, Kanye's Twitter rants. Why does it sound like I'm rapping? <laughs> it does. Keep Cardi doing it. You want to I got you. Cardi B divorcing, um, social dilemmas, and Tate is going to share some music with you guys. So, yeah, feel free to check it out, and we will see you guys next Thursday. Yeah. Have a good week, Good night, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are the best. We love you. Okay.